0: When the moon is high like a big pizza pie, that's amore. Ah, Italy. The most romantic place on Earth, filled with arguably the hottest men on the planet. It was the last place that Jared thought he'd ever be going. But recently, Jared had locked himself away in his apartment... And was busy nursing a broken heart. He'd never, in his wildest dreams, imagined that soon, he'd be making love with a hot young Italian hunk in the center of Rome. This is the Italian affair. Hey, everyone! It's me, Casey, your host for Steamy Stories. The podcast where bromance turns... mm, Bromosexual. Today, it's love. Italian style. Yeah, we're headed to Europe. And visiting the magnificent city of Rome. So, grab your eggplant. Because it's time to start cooking. Jared's heart was shattered as he sat in his empty room. He felt he'd never love again. His ten-year relationship with his high school sweetheart, Rodney, ended, and at twenty-eight years old, he experienced loneliness for the first time. It had been weeks since he'd been out of the house or engaged in any social activities. His friends had given up calling and inviting him to the bars or their parties anymore, It was evident that Jared was in no mood to be social or date anytime soon. As Jared sat on his couch on the 10th consecutive Saturday night watching Netflix, his mind again wondered what went wrong in his relationship. He was happy staying home, watching movies, and cuddling with his boyfriend. Maybe that wasn't enough for Rodney anymore. Perhaps Jared was no fun. He and Rodney met in homeroom while juniors in high school. Rodney was a new student from a neighboring city. Oh, he was tall, lean, and too exotic-looking for the conservative little town Jared lived in. Unlike the rest of the students in school, Rodney was bold, funny, and unconventional. It was no surprise that when he asked Jared out on a date, Jared quickly agreed. Unlike Jared, Rodney was the life of the party. Wherever he went, fun followed. People naturally seemed attracted to Rodney. Jared, uh, not so much. Jared was traditionally attractive in a simple, innocent way. He was clean-cut and handsome. He could easily be described as the boy next door, unlike Rodney, who was dark, striking, and... Unpredictable. Well, the two young boys turned into men together, and in their mid-twenties started planning the rest of their life together. Jared wanted a big, traditional wedding, whereas Rodney was more interested in eloping in some faraway, exotic land— Although traveling excited Jared, it also scared him a bit. His life was in the small town of Cooperville, and he had never traveled more than 30 miles from the city limits. How could he possibly ditch his family and friends to be wed on some distant, exotic shore? As romantic and appealing as they were, Rodney's ideas always seemed implausible and daunting. As Jared sat staring at his second slice of frozen pizza, he wondered if his inflexibility and overly cautious nature was the thing that drove Rodney away from him. Jared always thought that they had the ideal relationship and were happy together, but weeks ago, when Rodney suddenly disappeared, he'd left a simple note. "'I need something new, exciting,' Different in my life you know, saying goodbye in person will be just too painful. I'm sorry to do this to you, but I gotta go You'll always be in my heart. I'll love you, but Goodbye It was days later that Jared's mother called He would send most people's calls directly to voicemail, but he knew he needed to take his mom's calls I mean, what if there was an emergency? His mom was direct and to the point on why she was calling. As much as any mother could be, he supposed. Jared, dear, I hope you're still not sulking around the house. Best to forget that, man. But I'm not calling to give you the same sermon I gave you days ago. No, sir. Mm -mm. This time, I'm ringing you about your Aunt Stella. She's sick. I, I need someone to help her around the house. "'No one else can do it. You work from home. You're a strong young man. "'I need you to help you with your aunt. "'She even specifically asked for you.'" Jared's first reaction was confusion. "'Aunt Stella's here? When did she come to the States?' "'No, she's home, in her apartment in Rome.'" Now Jared was really confused. "'If she's in Rome, how am I supposed to help her?' He could hear his mother sigh in exasperation. Jared, dear, you'll need to go to Italy. I know Rodney made you get your passport a few years back in hopes of taking you to Europe. I'll cover the price of the plane ticket. This is something that'll be good for you. Jared knew he couldn't say no to his mom. His family needed him. And the truth was, he had no good excuse to stay in his apartment moping around. Fine, fine, I'll do it. He answered. Great, his mom said. You need to experience things outside this small town. Who knows? Maybe you'll meet a man in Italy. Trust me, Italian men are gorgeous. Just look at your father. When he was your age, he was... (gasps) Breathtaking. Jared groaned, in no mood to hear about his parents' hots for each other. Oh, Mom, really? Jared rallied and got his life together as best as he could. He knew he just needed to make the best of it. Italy. Well, at least I know I'll eat well. The flight seemed impossibly long, but the selection of movies on the plane was impressive. There are worse ways of spending eight hours than watching films and listening to his favorite music. Arriving in Italy was thankfully uneventful. An older Italian chauffeur greeted him at his gate, holding a sign with his name on it, and a twenty-minute drive through the green, plush countryside whisked him to Rome's ancient stone city. The historic sights intrigued him, and the bustling European energy was infectious. The automobile soon arrived at his aunt's building, and the driver hurried to retrieve his luggage. Compact cars, Vespas, and other assorted vehicles were scattered as far as the eye could see, parked everywhere, and without concern for curbs, sidewalks, or traffic flow. What a sight, Jared thought. A parking attendant would have a field day in the city. No one seemed to care where they left their vehicle. Jared made his way up the marble staircase that led to his aunt's apartment— The building was old, but pristine. Somehow, time didn't seem to notice this building. It seemed at least a hundred years old, but it looked like it was built yesterday. Bello, Jerry, Ciao, ciao! Come, my handsome nephew, welcome! His aunt proclaimed in her heavy Italian accent. A big smile appeared on Jared's face as his aunt enthusiastically pressed him into her chest. He had forgotten how aggressive and loving her hugs were. She kissed his cheeks in rapid succession, seemingly without end. Manja, manja, eat, you must be starving. A feast was soon laid out on the table, and exquisite and delicious foods filled the kitchen. He chuckled. I can tell I'm going to go home twenty pounds heavier than I am now. As Jared sat... Delighting in a fresh caprese salad, something caught his eye out the window across from the yard. The squeak of an old clothesline revealed a young man leaning out the window and hanging his laundry. The fellow was roughly Jared's age and was lean, handsome, and only wearing his boxers. Whew! Wow! It's true what they say about Italian boys— they are even more delicious than the food here. Jared tried not to be obvious, but he couldn't help himself. The sight before him was too good not to enjoy. Si, es un hombre muy bello. Jared knew that his aunt saw him staring out the windows, and he couldn't help but agree with her. Yes, he's a very handsome boy indeed. The two shared a laugh. Jared finished his meal, helped his aunt with her tasks for the day, and settled into his new bedroom. The night was upon them, and Jared was exhausted from the trip. The warm Italian evening was delightful, but he wasn't sure about the heavy wooden shutters that swung closed to keep the light out. Hasn't anyone ever heard of a window screen? How do you deal with the bugs? He hoped nothing creepy-crawly would enter the room as he slept. As he moved to the shutters, he could see a lit window across the courtyard, through which he could see the still, barely-dressed man who he'd admired earlier in the day. It was the man's bedroom, Jared realized, which seemed spacious, and had a large bed poised right in the center. Oh, (laughs) who needs Netflix? This stud in his underwear is all the entertainment I need. Jared chuckled to himself as he discreetly watched the young man lying on his bed, texting on his phone. I can't seem to keep my eyes open from the jet lag, he thought as he finally shut the shutters. Maybe I should just dream of this sexy Italian man now, and hope he decides to do laundry again tomorrow. (laughs) Jared slept the morning away. He woke to see the clock indicate it was noon. He could hear his aunt gleefully chatting on the phone from across the hall. Although it was impossible to tell what she was talking about, whatever it was, she seemed happy. Jared quickly opened the heavy wooden shutters to let the sun in, and see what sight may be awaiting him at the window. At first, he was bummed to see the hunks' room was empty, but then he looked down at the garden below the two buildings, only to see his hot Italian dude working the garden. Does this man even own a shirt? (laughs) Jared laughed, not that he was complaining. The young man before him was fit and toned with a golden tuft of chest hair that could only be described as yummy. Jared heard his aunt hang up the phone. Best to end the show in the garden and say good morning, and, or afternoon, as it were, huh, and see if she needs anything. After all, he was there to help her. The day passed quickly as Jared and his aunt walked through a local market. Rome's sights, smells, and hustle was too spectacular to describe. On the way to the fishmonger, they casually strolled past the Colosseum. Yeah, the Colosseum. Jared couldn't believe his eyes at the marvel of it all, whereas his aunt didn't even seem to notice the ancient and historic sight. Of course, as remarkable as the Colosseum and the other famous sights they passed were, nothing was as spectacular as the view out Jared's bedroom later that night. The warm wind blew through the open window. Jared could see as clear as day the young man across the way, entering his bedroom. Within minutes, he peeled off his shirt and pants, Jared ducked behind the wooden shutter to not be seen. Am I a weird, peeping Tom? He wondered. Yes. Yes, I guess I am. But I don't care. This show's too good to pass up. The young Italian didn't seem to care who looked into the window from the adjacent building. He confidently slipped out of his boxer briefs and headed into the next room, seemingly to shower. His spectacular ass was a sight to behold as he walked into the bathroom. Oh, now I know what inspired Michelangelo to carve the Statue of David. Oh, the men here have bodies to die for. Ten minutes later, he emerged wearing only a towel and slipped into his bed, leaving his towel hanging on the bedpost. He quietly texted or played a game on his phone, while Jared decided, All right, I've had my fun. Time to mind my own business. Several days had passed, and the young man across the way seemed consistent with his shirtless gardening, showering, and dressing in front of the open window. For his own part, Jared also found himself not minding that the windows had no screens or coverings, save the wooden shutters. Before long, he found himself changing in his room, undressing for bed, or coming out of the shower in a towel with no thought about who could have been looking in from the adjacent building. In fact, Jared found himself adjusting to his new life in Rome fairly well, and enjoyed spending time with his aunt. He was happy to do some housework to help her, run errands, and in the afternoon go sightseeing in one of the most remarkable cities in the world. Jared was grateful for his experience in Italy and his time with his aunt. Still, he couldn't shake the sadness he felt when he thought about his ex-boyfriend, Rodney. Try as he did, his heart still ached from being dumped and realizing that he was now single and without a man to love. A week later, his aunt asked Jared to run to the market for her. She wasn't in the mood to make her own pasta from scratch that day and knew of a spot where they made it fresh and almost as good as she made it. Almost. Amor mio, por favore... Please pick up some rigatoni for tonight, and on the way home, you can sightsee at the Trevi Fountain. Here are some coins for you to throw in and make a wish for yourself. Jared was excited to see the Trevi Fountain. He'd heard about it his entire life and was eager to see it. Not only was the fountain famous, but it was the place where his mother and father first met. Of course, see Estella, I'll be happy to go for you. I'll leave right away. Jared quickly found the market and the fountain on Google Maps and set off. It was midday when he turned a small corner street and, much to his surprise, found the fountain. He hadn't expected it to be down such a small street in a seemingly remote spot. He expected the famous fountain to be in the middle of some grand piazza somewhere, rather than an unassuming side street. The fountain was as impressive as promised, "'Carved horses and figures adorned the spouting water, "'which cascaded down the pristine carved rock formations. Jared looked around to see if anyone was looking at him being a goofy tourist. "'He tried not to be too conspicuous, but the sight took his breath away, "'and he decided to do just as his aunt requested of him. "'Make a wish. "'At first he thought of wishing her good health and recovery.' But then he remembered her instructions. Wish for something for yourself. Although it seemed a bit selfish having a sick aunt and thinking only of himself, he decided to do exactly as instructed, make a wish for something he wanted. Jared took several coins out of his pocket, closed his eyes, and thought, I wish I could get my ex-boyfriend out of my mind. If only I could meet someone special, who I could love and would love me back. I wish I could find a special, wonderful, caring man. Jared tossed the coins into the fountain, and they made a delicate splash into the water. He opened his eyes, feeling a bit silly about partaking in this old tourist ritual, but... Then again, it worked for his parents. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it could work for him. Me scusi. Se che va a trovare to zia. Oh, me. I'll say in English. Are you the American visiting his aunt in the building across from me? Jared froze. Right in front of him stood the sexy young man from across the courtyard. He was dressed neat and casual, with a button-down dress shirt and Italian capri pants. His attire was very unlike the boy who worked in the garden or hung his clothes out on wash day. He was dressed, for one. He looked dashing and well-groomed, as if he were going on a date. Uh, Yes, uh, I am American. And I recognize you, too. Uh, My name is Jared. Yes, I am visiting my aunt. My name's Lorenzo. I must admit, I'm quite familiar with you. I've noticed you in your room at night. Uh, when you were not looking, I, uh, admired you. Jared laughed. Well, um. Thank you for being honest. I'll tell you the truth as well. I've noticed you in your room as well. Lorenzo blushed. I was sent here on an errand from my aunt. Uh, she sent me for pasta at the store next to the fountain. Jared was surprised at the coincidence. Uh, Me too. My aunt sent me to the same store. Her name is Stella. She's quite a lovely lady. Although I'm afraid she has some kind of sickness. Lorenzo tried to hide a chuckle. (laughs) He clearly knew something Jared didn't. Um, excuse me, what's so funny about my aunt being sick? Jared wondered. Lorenzo looked sorry as he explained. Oh, scusi, no, 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 no. I no laugh at your aunt. I know Stella very well. She a second mother to me. Mizia and your zia are best friends. I hear them talk on the phone all day long. I don't no think she's sick. I think she'd tell you that so she could get you to come to Italy. I hear Stella say to my aunt you have a broken heart. My aunt suggests you come to Rome for vacation. I think they both sent us to Fontania de Trevi at the same time to meet. Jared was shocked. Was it true? Was this all a ruse to get him to leave his home, visit an exotic land, and fall in love with a sexy Italian boy? That actually doesn't sound too bad. Hmm. Lorenzo could see Jared was confused. He continued to quiz him. Excuse me, on the question, how many coins did you toss in the fountain? What was your wish, if I could ask? Jared decided to give Lorenzo a simpler version of his request. Um, I wanted to forget my ex-boyfriend. He continued. And how many coins did you throw in? Lorenzo seemed desperate to know all the details. Jared answered. I tossed in the two coins my aunt gave me. Why? Lorenzo chuckled. (laughs) Two coins in the Fontana de Trevi means you find love. Especially if that's... What do you wish for? Jared looked deeply into this sexy Italian man's eyes and thought, I could do worse than fall for this hunky European stud. Lorenzo motioned towards his Vespa cycle. Maybe we see if we can make your wish come true. Stella and my did go through a lot of trouble to make sure we met. We should at least get to know each other better. I would love to show you my favorite café. Jared climbed onto the back of Lorenzo's Vespa and hugged him tightly as he raced through the streets of Rome. He could feel Lorenzo's six-pack abs through his shirt as he pressed his hips tightly up against Lorenzo's backside. The two young men drank coffee, strolled through the streets of Rome, and visited every sight imaginable. The day seemed never to end as they returned home in the early hours of the following day. Jared couldn't help but think that Rome was truly a magical place, and the men are as sexy as they are sweet and romantic. He soon learned that his aunt, perfectly healthy, spry, and fit, she and her friend's plan to get him out of his rut worked perfectly, since he received just what he wished for, a man he could love who would love him back. And, just like his parents, he met his partner in Italy. It seems that what they say about throwing two coins and making a wish at the Fountain of Trevi is true. You'll most certainly fall in love. Yep, that's amore. Amore jared and lorenzo ended up meeting and getting married just like jared's parents there must be something about italy that makes you just fall in love speaking of love we wanted to tell you how much we appreciate and love our fans you guys for buying our books and movies and supporting this podcast we are so grateful for your comments likes and shares and are so excited to keep making more steamy stories for you. So, grazie molto for all your support. This is Steamy Stories, written by J.C. Calciano and narrated by me, Casey. See you next month for another steamy story. Arrivederci, bros.